Hi, welcome back to Unpolluted, the podcast bringing you inspiring sustainability stories. Made possible by the Earth Prize, a $200,000 annual environmental competition for teenage students. To kick off our first episode, the team thought it would be interesting to go back to the roots of the Earth Prize and discuss where it comes from. With me to do just that is Cora McGarry. Hi, Cora. Welcome to the show. Hi, Mateo. Thank you for having me. Introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Where are you based? And um, where are you now? So my name is Cora McGarry. I'm 19 years old, and I'm half British, half Irish. And I live in Switzerland, and I'm currently a student at EHL, so studying hospitality and business management. And um, I am the daughter of the founder of the Earth Prize, and have done quite a bit of work with the Earth Prize over the years. Amazing. Tell us a little bit about that. So are, are you naturally kind of interested in sustainability and, and the environment? I mean, obviously, you know, our generation has got a huge job to do. and in terms of you know, not only catching up on all the damage caused in the past, but also helping to to promote a more sustainable future. And so obviously I feel my own responsibility in, in contributing to this, but also it's, I think it's, it's more interesting to think about the problem solving aspect of it, that we have a real world challenge. We've been faced with many challenges in the past and like, this is our generation's big challenge. And, you know, also to think about then the future impacts of, you know, climate change, global warming, everything, and how, you know, if I, I don't want my children to have to go through and experience some of these struggles. And so obviously, again, that, that brings even more interest into it. Um, so for me, it's, it's, it's something I like to, to think about. I'm not the world's most sustainable person, but I try and do my part where I can. Yeah, absolutely. It really just is kind of everyone trying to do trying to do their part. Well, you're uh, attending university at the uh, at EHL, I believe. It's a hospitality and management school, is that correct? Yes, it is. And do do you are, are you going in a specific direction? I I used to think it was just a hospitality school, but I, I hear there's also really a, a significant business component to that. Do you think you might go into I don't know, the the ecopreneur or entrepreneur social entrepreneuring direction? Well, funny you mentioned that. Actually, last week I had a course on sustainability in the hospitality industry. So it's it's definitely a big part of this school. Uh, we've got a lot of restaurants here that are focused especially on sustainability. But um, as you mentioned, so about 80% of graduates actually don't go directly into hospitality. They go into the more business aspect. So it's definitely a field that I might play with going into or even just incorporating these sustainable practices into you know, whatever I end up doing in the future within this industry. Wow. Well, I, I wish you the best of luck on that journey. Thank you. Um, in terms of in terms of your involvement directly with the Earth Prize, um, from what I've from what I've heard, at least you've been really instrumental in kind of making the Earth Prize a reality. Is is that is that correct? I mean, it's obviously I can't take too much credit. Um, you're, you're very a humble. Lot, a lot of it. <laughs> A large part of it goes to you know uh, my dad Peter and Angela, our CEO, uh, and all the the team and all the work that's been put in over the years. But I think um, 
I did play a role in kind of connecting those dots in my dad's mind of like this is something that people really care about because for his generation it's not anywhere near as big a deal and so to see your own daughter at like a, a on the paper on the, the front of a newspaper in a protest you know skipping school which for my dad is like crazy he would never <laughs> let that slide and so the fact that I did it for the environment obviously like that opens like a whole new train of thought um hence you know we have the earth prize now Absolutely. Well, I, I think I'd like to really, really hear that story about, you know, you attending, from what I've understood, you, you attending this protest that then um, your dad may have witnessed. Can, can you tell us about that protest? Yeah. So it was uh, like a few years ago, I'd say maybe four, four or five years ago, um, when Greta Thunberg was really active with her, you know, um, with her protests and there were loads of school strikes going on around Europe. Um, and you'd hear about it in the news, you'd see about it on social media. And you know, obviously you get loads of kids who are going because you know they want a day off of school, but you get a lot of people as well who are going you know, for the environment. And ultimately, whether they're going to skip school or for the environment, there's still a load of like teenagers walking around like towns, cities protesting. Like they are raising awareness. They're getting people's attention. And so when I was in um, in secondary school in Geneva, I heard about one of these protests one day and I agreed to go with some friends and we made signs in the art room and um, we walked around, we got the train in during lunch at school and we walked around Geneva through all the main streets, across the bridge, through all the financial areas where all the offices are. And uh, they closed down the entire Mont Blanc bridge, which is like, huge bridge um so caused a lot of traffic gets a lot of people's awareness and uh this is huge protest then we ended up walking past my dad's office and what i didn't know at the time was that he was in the office upstairs looking out the window down at us because we had disrupted one of their meetings we were causing a lot of commotion and so you um, didn't like look up at him and, and wave at him as you went by hey dad no. well, i'm actually the uh, the thought didn't actually cross my mind too. I was a little bit preoccupied with following the crowd and pushing forward. Um, but then that night at dinner, my dad came home and asked. He was like, "What on earth was going on in Geneva? Like, what are all these crazy kids doing skipping school?" And I was like, "Oh, I was one of them. Like, that was me. I was there today." And he was like, "What? You missed school?" And I was like, "Yes. This is such an important thing. Like." You know, it, it really makes a difference to have these people. Like, uh, he wouldn't have thought about it. It wouldn't have crossed his mind had he not had that conversation with me, had he not had that experience. So, like, they do have, like, protests have an impact. And uh, then a couple of days later, I was on a, a newspaper cover uh, holding up signs at the front of the protest. And, you know, that kind of, it, it really clicks in your mind. Like, wow, this, this really matters to people when it's, you know, you see your own daughter on a newspaper. Uh, protesting you see her on like articles on like websites and stuff like that so it led to him kind of thinking more and more about you know clearly this is something people care about and I don't want my daughter skipping school so how can I take what they're trying to achieve how like help them like facilitate them with uh, building a platform to make an impact but do it in a way that doesn't disrupt their education 
And uh, so over the span of about six months, he came to me and he would pitch his ideas. And I would say, oh, no, that's terrible. I would never do that. And uh, kind of, you know, shoot him down and then help, you know, he'd come back. <laughs> So essentially, the shark tank. He'd come in, try to get yeah. you all excited about the idea, and you'd send him back mm. to the drawing board. Yeah. Well, I suppose <laughs> you know when uh, when you're no longer a teenager, it's quite hard to really you know, think back to exactly what uh, what a teenager would want to do. And uh, you know, he'd go back, make some tweaks, come back, and uh, pitch it to me again. And then slowly, he he made it to the the Earthrise concept. And uh, it was it was a bit of a process getting there, you know, getting it all established. But I would say it's definitely worth it. Like it's it's incredible the work that's been achieved, the impact. You know, just talking to some of the winning teams over the last two years has been it's it's so incredible. Like it it really really has an impact on you. Like Team Adorbsy to this day, I think I talk about them like once a week at this point. Wow. Like just to people at, at uni, like. It's so eye-opening, and every time I have this conversation, people go back to their like they contact at university, they contact their high schools, and they're saying, "Sign them up for this thing, like this is super cool." So like, it's it's you know word of mouth that has an impact, but just like the the stories that come out of the Earth Prize are they're incredible. That's really exciting. In terms of the the kind of, I mean. Did you really, did you, could you ever foreseen in a sense that, you know, you marching on the street would end up in what is now one of, you know, the biggest sustainability competitions that exists just by chance? I mean, what, what, what were you kind of hoping to get out of that protest and how does that compare with really what, what we're seeing in, in the shape of the, in shape and form of the Earth Prize? I mean, it's hard when you're, you know, like 14, 15, you're going into one of these marches. You don't really know what to expect. It's the first time I'd ever been to a protest. I didn't know what to expect. You obviously, you hear stories of, you know, they get a little bit violent or, you know, people, people get hurt or people get you know, in trouble from the school for leaving. And so I kind of went in with not very many expectations. I also, to an extent, still thought, you know, what am, what am I going to be able to achieve? Like a couple kids walking around a, a city, like what, you know, who's going to care? And you know, clearly someone did care. But um, so it's, it's a hard question to ask, uh, to answer, because, you know, it's uh, obviously, you know, I never saw this coming. It's, uh, it was a total shock when my dad came to me the first time to suggest it. But whilst I didn't see it coming, I couldn't be happier for it. It's uh it's an amazing way to take your daughter skipping school and uh <laughs> turn it into a positive thing. Um but I'm it's taught me a lot about, you know, how such a such a small decision that you make can have a huge impact on something else. And uh it it's changed my mindset a lot about these sorts of circumstances where, you know, yeah, I might be boring someone a little bit by telling them about like the Earth Prize, and they're like, "I'm not in high school, I don't care." And then you know, when you actually get to know the story, then they're like, "Oh, I do care," because they're coming up with concepts that affect the rest of my life. You know, like um, when you're you're coming up with a, a an enzyme that breaks down dye in factory water, like that impacts such a large group of people, 
and it's so yeah you can participate but you can you can participate in ways other than like you know submitting ideas you can be a mentor etc and uh so for me it's it's opened up uh, like my eyes to you know talking about it more because those small conversations have huge impacts um yeah i hope that answered your question yeah absolutely i mean i I'd just be curious because because you're you're probably one of the few or one of the kind of non um, Earth Prize com- uh, kind of participants who are coming on the podcast. And so, one other question I I wanted to ask you was, you know, what would you say as you know from one one member of the youth community to another? What would you say to maybe some of the students or teams out there who? are a little reluctant to apply or intimidated by that fact or just wondering, you know, is this really the right thing for me? What what might you say to them to maybe encourage them or or give them some words of wisdom? I mean, my biggest comment would be, what do you have to lose? Because you're you're developing skills through the Earth Prize. Because I've, you know, I worked at the Earth with the Earth Prize this summer and I before we launched the the 2023 20, 20, 24 version we had to go through and verify all the information in the learning content which means that i have read all the information in the learning content to check that it's all up to date and that all of our numbers are good because you know we don't want to be giving people misinformation and uh even just from going through that like you learn so much about the world the environment uh, about cities about you know the the links that you get within the learning platform onto like TED talks and you get books, etc. So like, yeah, you might think, oh, I'm wasting my time. I could be studying, but actually you're developing so many more skills just by thinking it, the problem solving skills you get that follows you for the rest of your life. You know, working in a team, you're going to need to do that forever. Like whether, you know, you're at university, if you're in a job, if you're the, big big boss you're still gonna have to work in a team these are still skills that are transferable so even if you don't win you literally don't have a single thing to lose because you are only gaining skills knowledge wisdom and like you know for that reason I say why not you could be doing far worse things with your time so if you're nervous if you think that oh I can't win this I'm sure the teams who won this thought had their doubts. I'm sure that they were nervous. They didn't go into it knowing for a fact they were going to win. Um, but, you know, you why not? Try your best, put in some effort, and, uh, yeah, what do you have to lose? That's my big comment. Well, I think, I think that's fantastic closing, Cora. I think one final thing I would ask is um, kind of a tradition that we're hoping to start here on Unpolluted is – well, we're trying to connect podcasts together, and we think it would be really interesting for one guest to leave a question that the next guest has to answer. Um, so although we don't quite know who our next guest might be, would you like to give us a question that we can put in our question hat? So I think my question would be, what makes the Earth Prize different? from every other sustainability competition out there? Ooh, I think that's a great question, especially considering... It's a tough one. Yeah, especially considering who you might be throwing that question to. I have a feeling we might be hearing from <laughs> your dad and Angela yeah. in the next episode. So we'll see how they how they deal with that one. Um, 
But it was fantastic hearing your side of the story, Cora. I wish you the best of luck and thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Well, that pretty much concludes our first episode of this second season of Unpolluted. I hope you enjoyed. Feel free to drop us a comment on social media at The Earth Prize or reach out to me directly on Instagram at Earth Mateo. We're always interested in hearing your suggestions for potential speakers. It was great to have you join us for this episode, and I hope to see you soon. In the meantime, stay sustainable.